to the Come Together podcast. We are your hosts, Danielle Adams and Liz Turner. We wanted to make a podcast that highlights individual family members so we could all get to know each other better. Hi! Hey! Hey! It's so good to see you. It's so good to see you. Oh my goodness. How's your pregnancy going? It's it's good for the most part. Last night was a little rough. Sorry. Yeah, but I'm feeling better. Good. That's how it is. Did you have like tricky pregnancies too, Lori? Or was your... No, I was... Mine was piece of cake. Really? After five months, I had heartburn. Oh. But I never had the sickness, the morning sickness. Oh, yeah. I did. <laughs> he did that part for me. I had the sympathetic so nice illness. I was having cramps and everything. Somebody's got to yeah. feel sick. <laughs> well, I know. I love how Phil's always telling me how you hiked. Was it Angel's Landing you hiked when you were like eight months pregnant? That is or something? so freaky. Yeah, with, with Wonder Anne. Woman. She's a real woman. She's a real woman. You know, I I got a few more months, and then apparently I got to make that trek as well. I got to go. (laughs) I don't think I can do that now. (laughs) Okay, not to interrupt, but I wanted to take just a second to introduce Phil and Lori Hermanson to the podcast, in case you didn't already recognize their voices. (laughs) Let's talk about the thing that we have all been experiencing, the pandemic especially in regards to last year with quarantine. Did that really affect you guys? I also want to hear about Lori. You've been teaching, so it's like been crazy for teachers. So I'd also like to hear about that as well. Right. It hasn't been near as crazy for me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I decided that I would teach online this year because I didn't want to bring anything home, you know, any bugs home to fill with all the, the health problems that he's had. And so um, that's been interesting, teaching kindergarten online. Oh. You know, I, I do, yeah, <laughs> I do a little um, WebEx, it's like Zoom, um, in the morning for about a half hour. And so we do our writing then. And then I basically am teaching the parents the rest of the time. So I'm getting the kids, yeah, I have a lesson plan written up and which website to go to for this and which one to go to for that and how to do this and how to do that and so it's been interesting it's just i i miss the kids i miss being with them yeah. you know i can't do as much with them yeah right as i did so oh. it's yeah now how does that work with like kindergartners like do you just do shorter stints of time like half an hour here or there yeah so i figured that they would be working online about as much as time as they would spend at school And so I, you know, I have a a, a certain amount of time that they do reading, language arts, a certain amount of time they do math, a certain amount of time they would do science and art and music and PE. And uh, so I just divide it up in in different sections throughout the week. And it's it's interesting. Some parents do it and some don't. And some kids get stuff and some don't. And I can't control that. Yeah. (laughs) It's really hard. Yeah. (laughs) I'll, I'll just shout out to parents that help their students. Yeah. It means the world. Oh my goodness. Some kids come so unprepared they don't recognize their names or anything as they're going to school yeah. and other kids are just are just jumping on it. You can tell the parents that You have can tell them. the parents help. Yep. Yeah. Makes the world a difference. Be a good parent out <laughs> yeah. there. It makes a big difference. Well, and I've also heard it's been kind of an impossible task for single parents too. Oh man, where they have to work and, and school. I don't know how they do it. Yeah. And if they have more mm-hmm. than one student in school, I mean, I I require two and a half hours and then the other students are going to be more than that because yeah. mine are just half-day students. I don't know how they do it. That would be so hard. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, one thing's for sure, those parents are lucky to have you. I actually, I don't know if everyone knows this, but I had the opportunity to volunteer a few times when I lived with you guys <laughs> at Lori's school. Oh, that was so fun. And we did power half hour. Yes. I <laughs> loved it. And I'm serious, like, Lori is in like insanely organized. She has so much for those kids. Like I believe it. So if anyone can make the transition, it's you. And if anyone can like help those kids, and I could totally see you working with the parents and having all these things so organized. So they're lucky to have you. <laughs> no, you're so sweet. What's power half hour? What is that? <laughs> <laughs> so I would bring in people from outside the school, retired teachers, students like Elizabeth and, you know, different thing. And, and they would work. Uh, one teacher to two students. And so they would get more individualized help. When I've got a class of 16 kids, they can't focus on each student and their needs. But when each of them, you know, have a teacher that they can work with on what they are struggling with, then it helps them. So that that was wonderful. I love that. That's awesome. So it was so nice to have Elizabeth in my class. <laughs> I love doing it. It was so fun. Yeah. It was yeah. a really great experience. Those kids were so lucky to have you. Oh, you're sweet. Thank you. So, yeah, I was always jealous of, like, all of the other cousins and siblings that got to stay with you guys. It was almost like a rite of passage. I know. <laughs> going to SCU. <laughs> it felt so left well, out. Well, if you can work anywhere, I guess you can come up here That's and work, true. work at our house. <laughs> Thanks. We're working it out so we have more and more beds but oh are you you, you know i'd love to be around the marvel movie creation <laughs> totally so. that's true that's true enjoy that yeah we're making yeah. our garage into an apartment right now so yeah we're I ready mean, for you oh are you i was to say what are the different home renovations yeah i have my office so that's where i teach from right now oh, cool i have a little classroom set up out there but it's going to be the kitchen when we make it into an apartment oh. and yeah. so yeah. So are you guys do, like hiring people to do that or are you doing it yourself? Well, actually, I I was doing a lot of it, but now we've got someone hired. Nice. I also have Terry upstairs. Oh, that's true. He's been so helping Terry's a lot. been helping a lot too. That's awesome. It's wonderful. But it really this house has become a blessing to me. I I didn't like it for the longest time cuz it's an old house. But now it has so many things to work on. I'm, st I'm staying busy, and it, it's an incredible blessing. Yeah. yeah. So otherwise, I'd be sitting around on my lazy rear end and <laughs> not doing anything. That so, I don't really believe, but it is cool. Uh, it, it, like I say, it has been a blessing. So I'm, I'm glad we have a house with a lot of projects, and they keep us busy. Yeah, they do. Mm -hmm. I think that it's really cool that you guys have that place as well because there's enough space to create. Like you have that back wall that you were painting for a projector. And yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember the little tiles in the bathroom that you guys did, the tree. And oh, yeah. Oh, thanks. There was just so much <laughs> stuff that you guys could create, which is really cool. Yeah. You're too kind. But it has been good. We've, we've built a, a playhouse, a tree house. A pond. Whoa. A fairy that. garden. A fairy garden. Oh, um, <laughs> oh my gosh. We put up a little pergola thing. A pizza kind of, oven. Really? Yeah, I just built a pizza oven recently. I'm going to have to tell Trayson. Um, <laughs> Trayson's the pizza man. Oh, my goodness. He loves pizza. Serious? Really? We haven't tried it out yet. Really? I know. We built it. We we got it just ready for the winter. Yeah. And it's been too cold to do it. It's been anything. too cold to be really eat outside and everything. So, so we'll see how <laughs> we'll it works. We'll see there in the spring. 
we might be tearing down a pizza oven. So shifting gears a little bit, how long have you both been grandparents now? Clark was the first grandchild, right? Yeah, he's Six. going on seven. He's going on seven. Seven. Yeah. And how are you both liking grandparents? Oh, we love it. That's it's the best. That's the biggest blessing you can have as grandkids. <laughs> oh, it's so much fun. Yes. They're just cute. You guys are you guys are extra spoiled. Your all your grandkids are within forty five minutes, right? We are. And I think they did that because of Phil's health, you know? I don't know that they would live this close if, they, if it weren't for I know. They, oh, really? They want to be able to rush over and, and say their last words. <laughs> and, they're, and they're just waiting for that, you know? I doubt that. <laughs> says, oh my well, God. prepare them well. I'm still around. <laughs> well, in all, all reality, I think that, you know, especially with like grandpa's funeral and stuff, like anytime we're faced with like either health challenge mm -hmm. or like family deaths and things like that, it really puts into perspective, yeah. like the things that really matter. And you're going like life is short yeah. for everybody, not yeah. just the people that aren't as healthy. And I think COVID has also been a huge player in like, at least for me in going, what really matters, family really matters. And the lack of having family around me oh. all the time has made me really want to be around family more. Right, yeah. right. And going like, maybe I'll take more trips to yeah. see family. Uh -huh. That's so true. Yes, because our family is close. Yeah. Uh, um, when we were down, we went down to Oceanside, the siblings and everything. Yep. It's just- It was a blast. It was a blast. We got to really, sit down and talk with each one of them and laugh our heads and off. laugh our heads off <laughs> oh, oh. oh and we just <laughs> we love every one of them we wanted to be with every one of them and talk mm, you yeah. know yeah so it was great. we we want to do more of them with yeah. with our younger family you know with yeah with the your kids. with your generation absolutely right? it, it, it we missed having be, you there we did well and like i think about the highlights like if i were to have a highlight reel of my life uh -huh. a lot of the tops would be time spent with family yeah. like the family mm -hmm. reunions exactly. and just yeah. family events it truly is as much as career is a big part of my life uh -huh. that really isn't the top of the the highlight reel and so i totally agree yeah. like yeah. I definitely feel like it's we're overdue on a family reunion and more get-togethers oh definitely. amen yes amen that would be a blast that would be so fun and I think in like southern Utah would be a great place to do it because there seems like there's just more and more family mm -hmm. in that area right we're, yeah. we're trying to entice more and more of the family in this area, too. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> we got to see uh, Linda and Kent today. They were down visiting. Oh. And, yeah. And uh, we just having them down here would be so cool. Oh, totally. Having Jeanette and Dan down here just... You know, we went up and saw Terry and Nancy's house. Oh, how's that going? That they're building. And that they're building, and it's beautiful. Good. It's going to be nice. Yeah. Awesome. It, the view is going to be incredible. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's and so we cool. kept on talking. This is a great place for a family reunion. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so it's, yes. it's, the future's looking bright. It is. It really looks great. That's really cool. And we hope to be closer to all of you. Yeah, absolutely. You know, all the time. That's kind of one of those conundrums yeah. that Nick and I face, at least, and that our uh -huh. careers are really in California. Mm -hmm. uh, it's actually pretty unique yeah. that mine can even be in Northern California. Um, but yeah, uh, that's true. I think both of us would choose to be closer to family if it were an option, you know. Uh -huh. But you yeah. know, yeah, New Zealand's kind of a ways away. <laughs> 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 totally, <laughs> it's a little yeah. bit far away. 
<laughs> Except we all want to go there and I visit. Know. Yeah. <laughs> you have to. It's Danny yeah. and I both have. And yes. it's, oh, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous country. Yeah. A lot of fun. My brother's there right now there. Oh, really? Sorry. My brother's on a mission. Yeah. Oh, really? He and his wife are on a mission there. So I want to go. <laughs> yeah. 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 You have to go. Now. What I part know. of New Zealand? Um, there, I think, on the Auckland area more. That's or, where Nick or was or Hamilton. No, they're in Hamilton. Oh, Hamilton. I think that's where yeah. Drew went on his mission, is Hamilton, which is so. just a couple yeah. hours outside of Auckland. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, Hamilton's cool. Geesh. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. The, the nice thing is... We were, uh, we were at a wedding at the Heritage Center here in Cedar City, and we were leaving, and uh, we heard this Italian being spoken. So we interrupt people, you know, you're speaking Italian. <laughs> and um, and they said, yes, we don't. Um, They're like, we are. And, uh, Did you say it in Italian? Please tell me yeah, that we, you, you were like, buongiorno. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, you remember. Yeah. Um, Good job. Anyway, we went up and talked to them, and... Uh, we found out that the lady was working in the mission home in Rome and she arranged dialysis for the members that came over. What? And so whenever I go to Italy, they will arrange to have the dialysis is that not cool? For us. What? We've got to go back. Isn't that amazing? That is just yes. too... So, Once the temple opens back up, we're yeah. on our way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but everywhere, I'm sure the church looks out for members who travel if we went to New Zealand, I'll bet they have someone down there oh, I'm sure. arranging dialysis for members of the church. Yeah. Is that a blessing or what? <sighs> that is That's so awesome. Just going to keep paying your tithing. So you guys have like kind of like a tentative plan to go back to Italy within the next couple of years is the idea? Well, we want to go to the Rome Temple. We just haven't had an opportunity yet. Yeah. And now, COVID, it's, now it's, closed, it's closed. So Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you get for hesitating. Yeah, right. <laughs> We'd love to go back with members of the family that want to go too. Yeah, yeah. So do you think Dan would go? Has he been to the Rome Temple? Oh, oh they would love to. At the drop of a hat, Dan no. would go. Mm, yeah. yeah, that would be fun. He's doing well, Daniel. Yeah. Oh, I love to hear it. He's doing medical illustration. Right. And everybody goes, what? <laughs> His company is growing like crazy. That's so cool. They're doing video. Augmented reality. Yeah, augmented reality where they, you know, will do, do videos for surgeries and mm -hmm. all that stuff. And yeah. it's growing all over the world. So cool. And their company is the leader of it. So He's loving it. Oh, that's awesome. And he's working hard. So I have a question for you guys. Yes. So again, it's so cool that you live so close to all, all your kids and your grandkids. Have you seen any of them carry on some of your traditions or like some of your habits of like parenting? Is there anything where Ooh. you're like, oh, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, you don't, know what I'm saying? don't make me turn this car around, you know? <laughs> <laughs> um. What do you think? Well, I know that Daniel's trying to do some stuff in his backyard, kind of like, mm. you know, I mean, and he mm. is such an artist. He's he's trying to do the fake rock oh. that they do, but he's making a, a ship and he's turning it into a playground, you know, with slides and oh. splash it's... pads. And he's, yeah, having a blast with... with Holy cow. Yeah, <laughs> it's, know, it's like designing. a shipwreck. It's like a shipwreck in that there's there's fake rock around it and it's coming out of the mountain and just there's holes in the side of it, you know, that you can go into and up into the top and 
it's just really an amazing effort. Oh, and that's so cool. I wish I had a, a sketch of it to show you. Yeah. But maybe it's good to be surprised at the end because he's doing well. Yeah. He's doing it really cool. He is so unbelievable. You both are so unbelievably talented with your art. Uh, it, he it has is definitely surpassed me. And I think that's what we're, our children are supposed to do is be even better than we are. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And he's doing it. In fact, all the boys are just doing it. They're they're doing wonderfully. Going to keep getting better and better. <laughs> <laughs> all of them love reading to the kids and spending time with the kids. It's so fun to watch our kids yeah. be parents, Aww. you know? I, I love it. It's so much fun. Yeah. yeah. So much fun. It's the best. Yeah. So you guys have been in Cedar City for a long time, since the 90s, or mm-hmm. how has Cedar City, because you guys have really seen Cedar City develop yeah. over the years, I imagine. Oh, it's, yeah. Since we yeah. got a temple. It started to explode. It's exploding here. Really? It's not as not as fast as St. George. Oh, my goodness. But St. George is one of the fastest cities in the country for growth. That's amazing. And, uh, and Cedar City is... Trying to keep up. It's not um, near as not near as crazy. Big, but it's <laughs> it's growing. Land cost and house cost down there is insane. It really is insane. We're glad our, all of our kids and Hernan and everyone have got their houses down there. Oh yeah. And um, get in now. <laughs> so we're we're even talking about getting a small place down there so we can be snowbirds. Yeah. Fifty miles apart from each other, but still the. In 50 miles from Cedar to St. George, there's over 3,000 foot altitude change. Now, does lower altitude help you with your health? Yeah. Oh, it, it helps affects, me a lot. Yeah. Helps him a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And the cold. Yeah. 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 I remember Myrna was really affected by the higher altitude. So. Oh, mm. yeah. In fact, we sold our cabin up on the mountain mm. because of that. I would get up there and get sick. Really? It's at 10,000 feet. Oh, wow. So it was like jumping up in almost 5,000 feet. Oh. Yeah. And we'd go climbing up into the cliffs above the cabin, and I'd really get sick. In fact, our dog would get bloody noses and everything up that high. Nacho? Yeah. Yeah. So we sold the cabin. We still have some land up there, Mm -hmm. but we don't go up there very often because of me and my illness. But going down 3,000 feet, now that's a (laughs) blessing. And yeah. when we go down to Oceanside and, even and the, uh. go along the beach, we are just feeling good. Yeah. So life is great. Oh, yeah. It's weird how healing just being at sea level yeah. is. Yes. Yeah. I mean, even for me, when I lived, when I went to the University of Utah, when I lived there, I actually had an inhaler. Wow. Oh, you're Because kidding. I would be really short of breath. Oh, my I goodness. actually had to go and take all these um, asthma tests, like, because I didn't have asthma. I had, like, um, altitude and exercise-induced asthma. And I went and had all these tests, and as soon as I moved back to California, it went away 100%. Oh, my goodness. It's just an altitude thing for me as well. I would get anxiety up there. Really? And it was just weird anxiety. It it was so—I'd be afraid of whatever was around, you know? Even if it wasn't around. Well, it wasn't around. (laughs) I was afraid that a deer was going to come out of the woods and tag me. We were sleeping out. Ben and I were. And I thought, this is weird. But I went, so I went down, I got in the van, and I got to be afraid that a meteor was going to come out of the sky and hit the van. I even looked. (laughs) 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 I was like, is is it coming, you know? 
And so I went and woke up Ben. We got in the van and I drove down the mountain. We left our sleeping bags there and everything. I just, I just had to get out of here. Wow. And halfway down the mountain, I started feeling normal again. Wow. I, my fear went away. I was like, okay, that was stupid. <laughs> but at the time... It was real, you know? Oh, totally. Well, you're probably like losing oxygen. Mm -hmm. You yeah. probably don't have that much oxygen right. and you're going crazy. So when I became a bishop, people would come in and they'd talk about their anxiety and they're freaking out and everything. And I understood where they were coming from. It was a blessing that I had had that experience. Yeah. So yeah. as weird as I may be, <laughs> it was good. Well, it's, it's actually interesting that you say that like, those experiences and hardships helped you better relate to those you counseled? Because I feel that empathy right. can be such a powerful tool. Oh, right? yeah. Our, our previous bishop, the one right before me, had the same kind of, well, he didn't have the same stuff, but he had um, health problems that made him relate with people. And he just said, that's what happens. The Lord calls you after he prepares you, <laughs> mm -hmm. even if it's stuff you're not excited about. So. Yeah, right. We need each other. And how, how was being bishop for you? Did you enjoy being bishop or was it like, wow, this is really hard? It was a trial. It was a big trial, but I, I probably had the best and the worst experiences of my life. Um, it really helped me build my testimony immensely. It really, I had just great memorable experiences. Mm. I also worked with a few people that I wanted to shoot. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it was it was a really good experience for me and I needed it. And it changed me a lot. Um, hopefully a better person now, you know, my testimony is leaps and bounds above where it was before that experience. Yeah. So I think everyone should have to be a bishop. <laughs> I'll work on it. Whether they like it or not. <laughs> but it's the greatest experience for growth that you can get. Yeah. It really is. And I think probably at the heart of that was service. Oh, yeah. I think that like service is, yeah. is key. Yeah. I think like any of my friends who've had like a lot of issues with depression or just feeling unhappy, mm -hmm. I try to encourage volunteering That's somewhere. Cool. That is. It just, it helps to get out of your own self and your own mind. That yeah. is, that yeah. is showing so much wisdom, Danny. <laughs> right. And you guys are both girls that I admire most for the wisdom. It's, it's great. I don't feel wise, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you are. You are. So I also wanted to ask Lori a little bit about your growing up. Like, I actually don't know where you grew up. Oh. Did you grow up in, you grew up in Utah, I imagine. I was up in Vernal. Vernal. Yeah, out there in northern Utah in Vernal. Mm -hmm. Dinosaur oh, land. Oh, way cool. That's awesome. So, right? Yeah. Yeah. My dad was very outdoorsy. That's where I get it. Oh. He loved loved hiking and we had our own rafts we would go and run the green river every summer over and over and over awesome. he built some um, kayaks or canoes kayaks and would run the river in those and he was diabetic um, and um, so he had quite a few experiences where he would lose consciousness oh. and have accidents and he had a guardian angel watching over him <laughs> big time but uh he was going down the river in one of his kayaks one time and tipped over and it put him into an insulin reaction and somehow he had the presence of mind to grab onto that kayak 
and we found him unconscious down the river um, off to the side, you know, with the kayak, and he was okay. And it's just, uh, it's amazing. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That's interesting you said, because I wouldn't even think that, like, you would go in an insulin chalk over falling in the water, but that makes sense. Because I was thinking, like, oh, maybe he forgot to bring food with him or something. No. And yeah, it was just so cold, oh. and it shocked him, you know? That's, that is so. so scary. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's great that he's okay. Yeah. But it was fun. It was fun growing up there. It was it's a beautiful area. Yeah. So, That's cool. And do you have any you have siblings, fun. right? How many siblings do you have? Yeah. Yeah, I'm the youngest of 5. Ah. So two brothers and two sisters that are older. Yeah. Do all of your siblings do they live in Utah as well or So my sister that's closest in my age She's in Alpine and then my brother that's on his mission in um, New, New Zealand. Zealand. Oh right. He's lived in all kinds of places. Right now, his home's in Ogden. Um, and then I have a brother up in Boise, but he's lived all over the world, too. Oh, cool. And then a sister in Logan, and they've lived all over the world. So, yeah, they haven't been close very much, you know. Yeah. So Yeah, you definitely have yeah. that adventure bone right. in your guys' <laughs> genes, it sounds like. That's right? So cool. For sure. So tell me the story about how you guys met, because I remember it's a fun story. <laughs> Go for it, Phil. Okay. Um, what was happening is I, I was in a um, an institute class, and Lori was giving the uh, devotional, or not the devotional. Yeah, just a little. The, the thought, yeah. whatever it is, you know, at the first of class, and she just glowed. She, I remember what she was talking about. She was talking about you should smile because it improves your face value. <laughs> and it really does to me. I, I always think that when people smile, they look so much better than when they're grumping around, you know. And, mm -hmm. and uh, so anyway, she was up there giving that thought. And I was just like, whoa, she's just <laughs> glowing. Just it was like, that's the girl for me, you know. <laughs> and uh, she went over and sat between a couple guys. In, in the classroom and they passed the roll around and I got the roll and I counted back how many people there were to find out what her name was, you know. Let's see, okay, her name is Lori, you know. And these guys were just like, oh, I want to sit next to you, <laughs> uh, you know. And that was it. I knew what her name was, but for the longest time I couldn't meet her, you know. And then I ran into her at the P building and stuff like that and just sit there being a stupid smiling fool, you know. <laughs> Hi. And then I moved to another ward and they made me Ellerskorn president and she was in that ward. So I had to arrange family home evening groups. I had to organize those. And so Lori became my mother in the family home Whoa. evening group. And so I was the best attendant of family home <laughs> evening. I went every time. Even if Lori and I were the only ones there. Oh, <laughs> which he hoped. Which I hoped. <laughs> but our family home evening was good, and we enjoyed that all the time, and I got to know her. And then finally, I saw her going for a walk, so I went and parked and caught up with her and went for a walk in town and talking, and then I asked her out. And we went down to St. George for our first date. Oh. And uh, we went to some kind of movie. Or we went to a play. <gasps> went to a play. I can't remember what it Foreshadowing. was. Foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. But we went to the play. And then afterwards, we went to Dixie Narrows up above Dixie. 
And we went there this weekend again, yeah. so we were telling about this. Aww. But we went up to, to the mountain and we started a little fire and she introduced me to s'mores. I'd never had s'mores before. Oh. And, and also after the play, she named my car. I had a Ford Mustang, a fastback. It was nice paint job and everything it was really good. Oh my gosh. So she named my car Solomon. One of the characters in the play we had gone to was Solomon. Yeah. <laughs> so of course my car was named Solomon. And we had s'mores, and then we went up this little narrow... The Dixie Narrow. Dixie Narrow crack. You had to go sideways and squeeze through these rocks. It's crazy. And and we did it this past weekend. Well, Lori did it. I tried and couldn't do it. It was hard. It's hard. You have to go up at the end. Yeah. Yeah, and all the way through. You have to go up steps. Yeah, yeah, all the way through there's steps you have to go up and you can't bend forward nope. to get you're, your balance. You're you stepping sideways. Straight up. I love them. It's crazy. <laughs> so Lori made it, but I got stuck and had to go back. I didn't have the strength to do it. And I'm skinny enough to do it still, but boy, I just couldn't do it. And uh, so we did that this weekend. Anyway, so then we dated each other, but Lori kept wanting to go on a mission. <laughs> we, for one of the family home evening, though, we went to the city park of the canyon. It was Cedar City. And we were walking back into, you know, downtown, um, back to our homes. Oh. And Lori started singing zippity doo da zippity o In Italian. No, oh. no, my visto in tally, giorno. <laughs> And, and I was going, what? He says, how do you know that? Because it's Italian, you know? How do you know Italian? And her sister went to Italy on her mission. Oh. So Lori really wanted to go on a mission because her sister did it. Yeah. And I was like, wow. So we dated on and off for three, well, with the mission, it was four years of dating because she wanted to go on a mission. And I would date other girls, but I just couldn't give up. Lori in my head is just like, she's the one for me. She's wonderful and everything. So anyway, I moved away to get Lori out of my head. Yeah. I moved to Provo and started the restaurant with Terry. Right. Los Hermanos, right? Yeah, yeah the Los Hermanos up there. And I, I was up there for about three months. And um, finally, I thought, you know, I got to call Lori and see how she's doing. Just... <laughs> Because, again, I just getting her out of my head was impossible. So I called her up and she goes, oh, I'm doing great, you know. Guess what? I got my mission call. And I'm like, all right, where are you going? Italy. (laughs) And I went, oh, why Italy? Now you're stuck in my head again. It It was so bad. And I went to her farewell and other boys were there too. For sure. Other other suitors, you know. <laughs> I felt like oh anyway. <laughs> I was I was like sizing up the, just in a whole pew with a bunch of men. Yes, and <laughs> I was over there sizing them up and everything, you know. Well, well, I'm the one who speaks Italian here. So ciao. So anyway, yeah, she went on her mission and and I wrote to her every week. Wow. And I write to her in Italian and everything. Aww. And I think she wrote to me Twice? Maybe three times. <laughs> Maybe three times. But I just kept on holding on. And and um, when she got home, I was at the airport. And, and uh, oh, it was just, I was still kind of a dork. Just, it was, 
He was very persistent. I was very persistent. It paid off. Yeah, it, it did indeed. Yes. yes. So anyone out there, be persistent. Um, yeah, she came home. I was dating her again. And then and I even left the restaurant in Provo to go down to school in Cedar City to chase her. Basically, was it, you know? So I, I left the restaurant, Terry, you can have it, wow. and went down there. And then she was still dating other boys. Mm -hmm. And finally, I just I gave up and I went over to her house. She sent me the uh, Enzyme, Stella's. In Italian. Yeah, the Enzyme in Italian, which is the Stella. And so I took them over there and I handed her all the Stella's back. And I said, well, have a good life. And I turned around to leave, and she said, uh, wait. <laughs> As I was walking up this up the road, she says, wait. And I waited. And, <laughs> and uh, the next day, we were engaged. Oh, my gosh. Aww. How cool. It was wonderful. And how long was the engagement? About four months or something like that or less a short engagement it should yeah. have been last we knew each other <laughs> <laughs> four years it's been yeah. a wonderful ride ever since yes it has yeah. so now that you guys are grandparents yes. what are some of the things that you guys have learned with age that you're like oh wow that's something that's come with the wisdom of age your turn <laughs> <laughs> you know i guess a lot of it's just enjoy what you have um, mm -hmm. love what you have. Enjoy, enjoy all the minutes that you can spend together. Mm -hmm. um, they're precious and they may not always last, you know, so. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I was 28 or 29 when I became diabetic mm -hmm. and uh, Lori's had to put up with a lot of me being sick. And because of that, I've had a lot of trials with illness from cancer to diabetes to kidney failure to heart we go, attack. We go, heart attack mm -hmm. Yeah. I've had seven bypasses mm -hmm. from a heart attack and everything. So, you know, you know, you can go at any time. And uh, I don't know, just you appreciate a lot of things that I didn't appreciate very much when I was younger. Mm -hmm. I just thought I was immortal and... Hey, you know, things are great. But when you have death staring in your faces sometimes and uh, you're happy to wake up after an operation. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you, you feel like this is just a wonderful life. It's just you appreciate so much more. And I don't covet stuff that I don't have. Um, and I've had really good talks with Terry about this and everything, you know, and it, and he's very wise beyond his years. And it says, it's just, you don't care about the big house that someone else has or the big car or something, you know, like that. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. what ha what's the most invaluable thing are those grandkids and your children mm -hmm. and that they're happy. Yeah. <clears throat> and even our adopted children. <laughs> 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 and we feel, you know, maybe I was just slow on getting that and learning that. But at the ocean side, among the siblings, all of them just seemed like they love people more than they love stuff. Absolutely. They they loved being around each other. And that's what we're into big time is others. 
Can you find even at church, um, you love the ward members more than ever before. You know, you love people. You love the people that you meet at Home Depot. Yeah. <laughs> or are the social center of Cedar City, which is Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just, you just know, you just love people more than ever before. And so we talk to people all the time that we just meet on the street and meet at Walmart or something. Yeah. We're social butterflies. You are. More than ever before. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> <at that. laughs> I, I love talking to people and I love petting their dogs. <laughs> we'll have to bring Penny Me up. Too. Yep. Yes, we have to see Penny. And Rue. Yeah. She would love you guys. Yeah, yeah, she would. We'd love to do the the lightning round with you guys. Oh boy, this this is gonna be really <laughs> revealing, isn't it? No, no, they're all good questions. Just five short questions. We want you both to answer. Okay. Just like what you don't have to take too much time thinking about it, but okay, Elizabeth will start. Okay, first question. And you could pick whoever answers first. What are three things you have in common with each other? The church. <laughs> Our boys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, we sure hope so. <laughs> and I would say Oh, I'd like to say industry, you know, that we're we're busy all the time, but mostly that's Lori. She's incredible. We're I think we're both very creative. I totally agree with that. Mm. <laughs> totally. That's, that's kind of fun. That's the hard thing is that Lori is so creative, it's hard to keep up with her. <laughs> and being an artist is just a name only. She's amazingly creative. Oh, you are too. Definitely. Okay, number 2. What are both of your favorite trips and vacations you've taken? Oh. The beach, probably Cancun. That's one of what came to mind first yeah. for me. Cancun and Italy. 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 Yeah. Up in the We've, Dolomites. Oh, oh, I've had fun. the blessing of going back to Italy five times since my mission. Oh. And with, with Lori. <laughs> twice. Twice. Oh, cool. But a couple of times I got to go with Dan Adams and the, the soccer group. Yes. And that was a blast. Just a blast. Anytime he would tell Elizabeth and I about those stories, uh-huh. it just felt like such a fantasy. It was just yeah. you guys singing Yellow Submarine on the beach with the right. soccer team. Oh. and just right. There were some things that happened over there that we just, we marveled that we were there <laughs> doing that, sitting on the beach, singing Italian songs with a bunch of Italian youth, you know, mm. it was, it was marvelous. I love that. Yeah. All right, next question. What are the biggest factors that contribute to your happiness? I want an answer from each of you. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think the church is a big factor. A big factor. It's so wonderful having the same morals and the same beliefs. And when we talk about the deepest stuff in our life, being the hereafter and and all that stuff, you know, talking about dad's parting and uh, and where he's going and what he's going to do, you know, and all that stuff. And that's the way we believe, too, is that the next life is going to be fantastic. And, and it's fantastic now it's the, yeah. because of the spirit mm-hmm. that, that, attends that it. testifies to us and, and Christ yeah. and his life. Yeah. Our testimonies, you know? That's And when we talk about, about the hereafter, it's so exciting. The <laughs> things that we're going to be able to do, you know? And it's, it's like we get to progress and progress forever. It's exciting. Yeah. The next life is exciting. And I can wait, but I'm excited about it. Definitely. And the future is just, 
it's just better and better. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Number four, what quality do you see in your partner that you wish you had? Oh, geez, that's easy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I had as much industry as she has. She mm. works all the time and she's just amazing. And I run out of gas. <laughs> I'm so impressed with her. I wish I had his confidence. Mm. <laughs> I wish she had my confidence too. <laughs> because she should be more confident than she is. I just love her to pieces. She's, she's humble and she's a hard worker. And she teaches elementary for a reason. Because she loves our grandchildren like nobody else. I'll go down there and play with the adults, you know, and we'll be doing stuff. And she's over there just loving those little kids. And they just draw to her like nothing else. Aww. It's wonderful. Okay, last question. Oh, boy. What do you wish you could alleviate from your partner to reduce stress or difficulty from their life? Health problems. <laughs> yes. And like I say, I think I go back to the, the um, confidence. Because Lori is amazing and she's not not confident about it, you know? Mm. I've seen it slow her down on some things, like she doesn't like working with adults as much as children. Yep. Being a teacher, you get evaluated all the time, and those people come into her classroom to watch her and, and all that. Ah, she has stress <laughs> for that. And yet, Elizabeth, you've been there. <laughs> you know the kind of job she does is amazing. Yeah. And yet she's not confident about it. Yeah. So she won't confront anybody about anything controversial, you know, mm -hmm. even me, because we have strong personalities. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> and I hope I'm learning more and more how to be more loving. Oh, you definitely are. Mm. <laughs> You're very loving. I'm extremely lucky. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> Well, awesome, you guys. Thank you so much for agreeing to chat with us. Oh, you, thank you. You guys make it so comfortable. Oh, yes, you do. You really do. You're so fun. Asha. Mission, love you. And now for a short excerpt from the grandpa interviews. Phil, he was strong. He stood up. And he's still that way. Well, he's good in all athletics things. He was just, he was just his... He claimed the reason he had bow legs is because we made him walk too early. He walked when he was eight months. He said, oh, an athletic wire, he's just like a, he's like a monkey. You started me walking too early. I got my legs all bowed out. He said, nah, we didn't do that. Now yes, he did. We did brag on him quite a bit. There goes our son running around eight months old. Yeah, but he, uh, he brought a lot of proud moments to her life in watching him play. Phil was quick as a cat. Basketball was one sport he had at a time. He'd run so fast that he couldn't stop. He'd run right up the bleachers, jumping over the top of people. <laughs> the coach would say, don't run so fast, just slow down. He figured speed was the name of the game. He was picked for athlete of the year, athlete of the school, because he majored in all these sports and he was the captain of all of them. He lettered in all four sports. And uh, he's either running or jumping or dodging or doing something. He just, uh, he was never in no trouble. It's always just uh, sports. And Gene Fulmer, the world champion, 
came there and talked at their banquet they had. And uh, Phil, he was very pleased with that. So. And when he got diabetes, we thought he was going to go blind. Boy, that worried us. He went to the doctor there, and Cedar seen the doctor examine his eyes. and well, you're going blind. You just won't get used to it. You're going to be blind. And he came home just dead. Went back to Fred Adams, who run the Shakespearean Festival, and said, well, I'm going to have to quit my computer job because I'm going blind. He said, oh, baloney, we're going to take you up to the eye center up here in Salt Lake. They went up there and they looked at his eyes and said, you're not going to go blind. We're going to fix you up. And by God, they did too. Mm-hmm. But that quack down there, Cedar said, no, you're going blind. Mm-hmm. And up here, they said, no, you're not. They fixed his eyes up and He's doing as good as ever now. And he's such a discipline with his body thing. When he decided to get the operation, his kidneys were fading because of diabetes. And uh, the doctor, he operated on Phil, and Phil said, I could have got up that next morning and went home. I felt perfectly all right. The doctor said they'd never had anybody recover like that. He was so physically fit, he ran so much, and very disciplined himself. He said that uh, we could send him home the next day. But he loves artwork. He, I remember as a kid, we'd sit in the classroom or in the sacral meeting, and he'd sketch the, the speakers. And sometimes he'd characterize their features. If they had big ears or something, mm-hmm. he'd make the big ears on them. They had something different about them, he'd do that. So I already sat in the sacral meeting drawing the speakers. Had the sketch paper he used. He could do good work on it, I'll tell you. And he hammered around a lot, too. He liked to joke around with people. Everybody was getting their yearbook picture taken, and all of them were sitting there with their band instrument. Phil was in the band. He had the, the trumpet upside down, like a tune, you know. You wouldn't even think about it. He looked, and he walked it. What he loved most of all was spaghetti. <laughs> Spaghetti again. Makes sense he went to Italy then. Yeah, isn't that something? Isn't that something? He had a miraculous thing happen. He said, when I went to Italy, I didn't have a testimony to the church. He said, I worried about that. And he was over there being a missionary in Italy. He said, one day I got up and I was going to walk in the other room, and it hit him right in the middle of the floor, his testimony. He said, I just choked up. It just hit him like that. Before that, I just felt like I didn't have a strong testimony. It bothered me all the time. And then he got up and was going to go into the other room for a drink of water or something, and bang. He had a testimony. Boy, he said, it was strong. Seems odd, don't it? But he was quite a guy. Thanks for listening, everybody. Now get back to work, you bunch of Genefes. See what our sunset looked like. We get, All right. we get beautiful sunsets. This might be one of those special days. <laughs>